0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to the Truly Your VA podcast with Janice. You know, as cold as it is outside, sometimes the reality of where we are in our businesses, especially with women, we need someone who can kind of help us, um, guide us to get clear about our limiting beliefs. But first of all, I want to welcome to the Truly Your VA podcast family, my amazing guest for today, Takia Hansley. Welcome, Takia. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. And she just said, oh, you are so welcome. And she just has the brightest smile. Um, And, you know, I think when we initially met, and I want to say it was about three or four months ago now, um, it's been that long. But what really impressed me about your presence is you really love, you embrace what you do wholeheartedly. And I'm sure that your clients and everyone sees that as well. Can you tell us, um, I know that you coach female entrepreneur service providers, get clear on their limiting beliefs. What is that like for your clients? Like. What, in your opinion, are some of the limiting beliefs that tend to pop up?
1: So usually it's the, what I can't do, right? So you'll have this amazing idea and, oh, when you first have the idea, it's like, oh, I can do this and I can do this and it's going to be amazing. But when it comes time to actually start bringing that idea into real life oh I can't do that I don't have the money to do that I don't have time to do it um my life is just in shambles right now um maybe like I can't it's not for me to do like that was just a good idea somebody else can do it maybe I'll tell other people I'll tell somebody else to do it or you know just not believing that no you got that idea because that idea was for you to take action on and mm-hmm. like yeah that's that's really what it is if god gave you an idea that idea was for you but because he knows you he's not just gonna give it to you he's gonna give it to somebody else and somebody else and somebody else because you're not the only one with those limiting beliefs and it's the person that decides that you know what I can get past this, I'm going to actually do it. Mm-hmm. That's who's going to actually do it and reap the reward.
0: You know, I think what's key in there too is, you know, once you get to that idea, and, and I know for myself, because I, I've, I've tried different things, and I'm in, of course, a really good place now and feel, you know, very confident in my um, abilities to do what I'm doing. But for me, and and maybe for other female entrepreneurs, it's the implementation part. I think that there's a lot of fear associated around that. I mean, uh, you know, going from, you know, I'm still technically a VA and I, you know, work with, of course, some amazing entrepreneurs, but it's shifted in a way to where I'm more of a podcast and booking manager. So, and I feel very confident that I've made that shift. That was not easy. I mean, because I think sometimes too, and you're the expert on this, when we have that idea, I think a lot of times we look at it as I want to help
1: everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want to help everyone. You want to spread yourself thin. You want like... And that's all part of ways for you to get out of it. Because if I go in and immediately get overwhelmed, what does that tell me? That wasn't for me. Or I can't do it. But if you can niche down and start with a small niche. So one thing I found about niches, a lot of people... A lot of people will say, niche down, niche down, niche down. And then you will actually have people that say, no, cast your net wide, right? But the thing with niching down, it's not a limitation. I work with female entrepreneurs, specifically moms, but I also work with dads. I'm not going to turn you away because you're a dad with an idea and I just happen to be the person that you understand and connect with, not going to turn you away, but just understand when I'm talking to my audience, I'm going to say she and her, and I'm going to say, okay, moms, this is what we're doing today, but other people will come. The, your tribe is going to come. You can't have your niche be a limitation. It's really just the opposite. It's, that's your key into the door.
0: Wow, you know, that is so true because and I've often shared um, you know, where I was at specifically my um uh, VA business where I was working with um legal professionals online and of course in my area, but when my son's accident happened and um I started really questioning and kind of further really looking in directing to a shift that i didn't expect but in the long run long story short i i realized that you know be my own entrepreneur we we know is an amazing thing like i i love what i do
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you know and i've was getting paid very well and i was like oh my gosh I'm doing what I love to do. I'm getting paid very well. But then I kind of looked at that because I asked myself some hard questions. And I think when we have to ask ourselves those hard questions, the the truth or the limitation that we are trying to justify, really, I'm so glad that I niche now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's those hard questions that will actually take you to the next level. If you don't ever ask the hard questions, or if you're not ever asked by a coach or a mentor or someone that you have in your corner, Mm -hmm. you stay stuck. Not like you already enjoyed your situation that you were in, but you couldn't level up. You couldn't go to the next great thing. Without asking yourself those hard questions, because most people are comfortable, especially if they're doing something they love and getting paid. Why mm-hmm. would I change that? Why would I want to veer off of that path? Mm-hmm. So it, but it's the hard questions. When you, when you go to the next level, no matter how scary it is, the prize is always great. Might not be greater day one. <laughs> but the prize is always great.
0: The prize, I really think, it is the key. And sometimes we don't know what that prize is.
1: Right. That's the scary part. And that's the part that will keep you in your complacency. Mm-hmm. I had this great idea. I It might work, but then it might not work, <laughs> right? And it's that it might not work, that is like, yeah, I'll stay where I am. Do you think it's the, when we get to that
0: point, when we're asking those questions, um, like we're trying to um, justify those limiting beliefs? Well, I can't do this because I don't
1: have enough time. Yeah, it, because your brain is wired to keep you safe and keep you comfortable. So when you ask those hard questions, the first thing that's going to come up is, okay, how can I remain safe? How can everything stay calm, stay the way it is? Oh, that's right. I don't even have time to do that. So all the excuses and limitations come up first. But if you keep digging and picking at those limitations and breaking them down and understanding where that belief came from and why you actually think that, and it actually doesn't have any legs to support it then it's like, oh, okay, next level, I can do this.
0: Hmm. And I I just wrote down, where did it come from? And I think, again, it's going back to the the fear we're justifying um, those limiting beliefs by coming up with what our perception is of that evidence to support that limiting belief. And of course, I'm using, I don't have enough time as an example. And I often said to, and I've coached different clients through different different things without, without realizing it at some times. But when we say we don't have enough time, okay, what is the typical thing we do? Like starting, you know, first thing in the morning when we get up we tend to look at our devices. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be straight honest here, like straight up. Um, I'm guilty of that, but I set a timer on my phone because it is a time... Uh, a time sucker. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that, I was sure. Yes, it's a time sucker, let's just be real here. It's It's a time sucker. And we get, you know, oh, you know, what does Takiyah do? What is this one doing? Oh, look at this, look at that. And then before we know it, we've wasted an hour. Not saying that I've done and wasted an hour. I'm sure I have at some point, but now I realize that flaw. So, you know, I, I've done this myself, especially, you know, with getting back on track, especially with all my travels lately. To look okay, where am I spending my time? Because if I'm saying I have no time, I have to be accountable to myself, be honest with myself. Oh, from 8:30 to 9:30, I was doing the old scroll thing. Well, I'm not going to do that anymore. Or allow myself 10 minutes. So I'm looking really quick through things. What are some strategies that you know just, not just female entrepreneurs but you know that any entrepreneur working from home can you know really get their time on track their time management
1: so first things first is track your time like we don't even notice how much time we're spending doing things especially on our phone mm-hmm. they say the average person picks up their phone uh, seven every seven seconds or some something crazy like that and it's like really <laughs> I hardly ever have my phone but I know I used to be on my phone a lot so one thing that I always start my clients with is tracking your time I have this very simple time tracker it's called where's my time and um you just fill in what's like it's like a chart starting at 5 a.m it goes from 5 a.m to 4 a.m and you put in how much sleep you time how much sleep time you have and I like colors so I get colored pencils and color in the blocks for every day how much time I slept um what time did I get up the time did I what time did I eat how much time do I spend driving at one point when my daughter first started traditional school I was in my car 37 and a half hours a week Whoa, driving back and forth. So you don't like, for me, I'm like, oh my God, no wonder I don't have time to do anything. I'm always in the car. So you put your drive time in there. What, how much time is it taking you to cook your meals? How much time is it taking you to eat your meals? How much time does it take for you to put the baby down, um, at bedtime or at nap time, if you track all of your time, you'll start to see where you're wasting time. You'll see where you have holes. You'll see how much time you're spending watching television. And then you can make an informed decision on actually where you have time. Where can I be more organized? If I'm on a schedule with this particular thing, then that frees up an extra hour in my day. If I spent two hours on Facebook today or Instagram or whatever, I know that I can, that's time that I can redirect to something else. If I chop my social media time down to 20 minutes or even if I spread it out and do 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening, because I know, you know, being um, being in business, a lot of times we market on social media so you have to get on there at some point but on Sundays I don't do anything so what if I write all my content on Sunday and Mm -hmm. schedule it with a scheduler or take 30 minutes in the morning to do all my posting and then do all my follow-ups and everything in the evening so it's all about knowing what you're doing with your time looking at it saying okay now I know where my starting point is And I know the things that I need to get done. Maybe it won't take an hour for me to cook dinner if I meal prep on Sunday or Thursday or whenever, right? So meal plan, meal prep. It shouldn't take you four hours in a grocery store. It just should. (laughs) Make a plan. And follow, like, follow the plan, make a list. It's just, it's the really simple things that we let get out of control. And now all of a sudden I don't have time and I'm just extremely tired. Mm.
0: And I think the simple things we often complicate.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's, it's the most simple things that we spend the most time on and the most energy on. And the main thing is being able to maintain your energy and take advantage of every bit of energy that you have, especially as a mom, because you're getting pulled in so many different directions all the time. You need all your energy.
0: Yes, yes, that is so true. And I go back to one of the times when I was traveling back from Philly, where my son lives back to Connecticut and haven't been sleeping that well, and as I'm driving, the alerts are going off. And I found, and I thought this was really interesting. I stopped at the, stop, the rest stop and I was kind of tense. And it occurred to me that every time an alert goes off, I was feeling more and more tense. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I noticed that. So, you know, I, I went through, okay, you know, what do I have? you know, that I'm allowing to send me alerts. And I turned off as much as I could at that point. But, you know, maybe, and and although that sounds simple, like, I think we don't all give ourselves um, the, you know, hey, that was a great idea. Like I noticed, and it doesn't have to be specific to alerts, but, you know, when you notice something kind of redirects your attention to say, okay, this certain thing from 10 30 to 11 30 is driving me nuts. Well, why is it driving you nuts? Like to to keep asking the, why, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: why is this bothering me? Why do I feel tense when I, when I receive alerts? So that can be a good thing.
1: Right. It's definitely a good thing because the key to progression is awareness Mm -hmm. in order for you to grow you have to you have to gain an awareness and the perfect way to become more aware of your life is meditation um and being still but when you're aware of what's going on that's when you can make the change the what's the 12-step program step mm-hmm. one is admit that you are an addict in order to admit that you're an addict you have to see the signs that point to the fact that you're an addict so it's the same thing with everything in life first you have to recognize the signs so when you reach that point of awareness like you said it's like oh this is actually bothering me it's just like when you realize that a person is bothering you. it's like you know, you are actually getting on my nerves right now. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yes, you know what, that, that is so true. So, you know, and in relationship to what you just said there, you know, it's okay to maybe like, if some, something or someone, for instance, is popping up in your feed, and it's not information that adds value to your life, you know, it's okay to, um, I think you can still snooze people for 30 days or whatever it is. Or you can just unfollow
1: them. Mm -hmm. I unfollow with absolute peace. (laughs) And I I know other people that are like, oh, I hate social media. There's so much drama, so much negativity. Really? I don't see any of that. Because as soon as, as someone shows up in my feed with something that doesn't add value to my life. Oh yeah, let me unfollow this person. I don't know how they got here, unfollow, unfollow. And it does, doesn't hurt me, Any doesn't hurt them, but it definitely doesn't hurt me. So <laughs> I'm gonna continue to unfollow and carry on.
0: And that is really important, like you, you made a decision as to um, your awareness to that, like you said, and it's okay to do that. Like we, we don't need to further justify that. We, we remedy the
1: situation right then and there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And there, there's no, like a lot of times people are afraid to unfollow people because maybe that, that could be a potential customer. Mm -hmm. It could, but that doesn't have anything to do with you unfollowing Mm -hmm. them. They can still follow you and still receive value from you, but you don't have to take in what they're putting out. That's like a lot of people will say, don't watch television and don't read the newspaper. Listen, you're in charge of what you consume. Mm -hmm. So if you want to watch TV, choose TV that's going to add value to your life. If you're going to read books and magazines or whatever, choose things that will add value. And adding joy to your life adds value. Um, A while ago, um, right after I had my son, I dealt with um, postpartum depression. And one thing I know from my whole life, I like Mm -hmm. to actually read magazines. So during that time, I would watch feel-good movies Mm -hmm. and I would read real simple the, that magazine and I would catch myself laughing out loud because that would, that magazine was adding value to my life helping pull me out of a situation I didn't want to be in so you have to be careful listening to what the guru say as far as what you should and shouldn't do the first guru you listen to is your own intuition and if your body says it's time to pause, read a magazine instead of some self-help book or um, a textbook or something on marketing. Then pause and give your brain a break to read read a joke book or go play with your kids or you know just go outside. Your body knows. Your brain knows. Okay, your God self leads you in the right direction every time.
0: And that is so true, but it's so important to realize that. And, you know, just as you, you know, you were describing that, like you picked up on that and you fed your soul with reading the magazine and taking that time out for yourself because it's okay. We
1: all need that. Yes, absolutely. And that's where um, you have to find that harmony in being a real person and being a mom and being a business owner and being a wife and a short order cook and a taxi driver and all the things. You have to find harmony in it, but you also have to realize you're human. AI can only do but so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, and as you were, you know, saying that, you know, going back to the the planning, the meals thing, we, we both know someone who's like an expert at that. I just marvel at that. Like, she is amazing. And I'm like, okay. Um, hello, fresh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've done hello, fresh and blue apron and all things,
0: <laughs> Yes, you know, and and I recognize that. and and I applaud myself because, of course, sometimes during during the week, I'm doing you know back to back podcasts or maybe sometimes two podcasts in in a day. and And my zone of genius has to be focused. So the last thing, of course, that I need to worry about is, oh, what am I going to make for dinner? You know, hello fresh for me is just very handy. And, you know, and by the way, if if someone needs a meal planner, we know someone who's perfect at that. But back, back yeah. to the conversation at hand, though, you know, I'm wondering some of the female service providers that come to you, where generally are they in, and maybe it, this is too broad of a question, but where generally are they in their journey when they start working with you?
1: So right now I'm working with women on two different levels. So most of the women I work with are within those first three years. They're um, just starting out or they have an idea that they need help bring into into fruition. Or um, like one of my clients now, she's been in business for like eight years now but she's ready to take her business to the next level and add a whole new element to it. So now we're working through that. So um, very beginning or in a transition stage where you feel like you've plateaued and it's time to start anew within your existing journey.
0: When you say next level, again, I'm kind of thinking back to my own journey where I was like in, in my, v, specifically my VA business, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is great. It's not that I wasn't feeling it. It's that I knew I was capable of more. And sometimes that more takes a little bit more of in-depth soul-searching and you know, taking it to the next level. Well, what what does that mean for my business? What does that mean for me going forward in my journey? And <laughs> excuse me, going back to the tough questions. Again, th- those were some tough questions that I, you know, really needed to be brutally honest
1: with myself. What am I good at? What
0: am I not so good at?
1: Right. So that's where I come in the, because everybody's next level is different. Mm-hmm. Some people's next level is, I just feel like I need to make more money. And some people, they just know there's a next level because I'm feeling stuck. I feel like I've reached my ceiling, but I know there's more out there for me. So for I'm I'm a master life coach so it's all about you and building your business around you. So now let's talk about like you said, what are you good at? What parts of your business are really thriving? What parts of your business bring you joy? What um what are the ideas that you have? What are the areas of improvement within your business? Um and not just your business, but let's really dive into you and If you don't know where you want to go, let's figure out what it is that you want to do next. If you do know, what's the difference between then and, well, that point and where you are now? Who do you need to be? That's the main question. Who do you need to be to reach this next level? Because you can do all the things all day long. But if you're still the same person that's in the today level, no matter what you do, you're going to stay at the today level because you're still the same person. And your results don't come from um, what you do, they come from who you are. Be, do, have hmm. in that order all the time, period. <laughs> Say that again. Be, do, have in that order. To
0: and have in that order. You heard it from Takia.
1: Be, do, have. Yes. First, you have to be the person that achieves the goal. And that person does the things that it takes and the direct result of doing the things as that person is that you'll have the result. So first you have to be the person. You have to actually embrace who that person is. You have to think differently. You have to believe differently and feel differently so that you'll do things according to what you now think and believe. Ah, You know, some people
0: may hear that and may think, um, how do I say this? Be to and have to be the first, to be think, believe and feel but we're we're not talking about fake it till you make it. You have to wholeheartedly grasp that this is who you are. You right. feel it with with your heart, with your soul, then you know you can help other people and it's standing on that
1: firm foundation. Right. And sometimes the the whole fake it till you make it thing it's it's very surface. Right? You can only fake with so much. Now, faking it will give you some ideas on what it is that you actually want, but it's not going to change what you believe. And it's those different beliefs and breaking down the limits and actually knowing something different. So, there's actually a difference between believing and knowing. Mm-hmm. So you can believe that something is possible, but it's not really possible until you know that it's possible. When you know something, then you operate differently. Excuse me, when you're just walking around like, you know, yes, i I can make twenty thousand dollars a month. I can. I have a great business and people come to me, and you know, as long as I just keep doing what I'm doing, okay, sure, you'll get to twenty thousand dollars a month in twenty years. But when you know that twenty thousand dollars a month is that's what you make, maybe not today, but maybe next year, I'm a twenty thousand dollar a month earner. Period. So every day that I get up, as a twenty thousand dollar earner. These are the things that I do. I already understand what's required of me. I already understand that i'm I don't have time for the frivolous things that used to waste my time before mm-hmm. because i'm al- I'm already that person. Mm-hmm. The only thing the only reason my bank account doesn't say that or my stripe account isn't dinging at twenty thousand dollars a month yet is because things are lining up to match the frequency that I'm on. I'm on the 20K a month frequency. And other things, I don't, sometimes I like to call it magic, but But things are moving outside of your control. But in order for you to operate as that 20K a month earner, and things happen quickly, you have to completely be in alignment with your God self so that when your God self says, hey, move left, you don't hesitate, you don't think about it, you don't come up with excuses, you just move left. The only thing that keeps that goal that you have from being achieved instantly is your hesitation and your disbelief and your not knowing that it's already there for you. What's yours is yours, period. But we don't believe that. We've been trained to not believe that things can happen instantly. We've been trained that everything is a long process. We've been trained that you can't come out the gate making $20,000 a month. Says who? If my intuition and my belief system is in alignment with 20K a month, and this is the business that I received that I'm going to, that, you know, God gave me this idea. I'm taking action on it right now. And I know that this is a $20,000 a month idea. God said, move left. I move left. He says, all right, now go three steps and touch your toes. And I go three steps and touch my toes. And next thing you know, this person that I never met before, all of a sudden started following me on Instagram. And they are best friends with this billionaire that, automatically, that instantly just, was like, "Oh yeah, I need such and such." And this person says, "I just started following somebody on Instagram that does exactly that." Okay. Somehow that person gives your contact information to their friend. They call you up, you say, "Well, it's going to cost $20,000 a month or you know, $120,000 for the next 6 months." And they're like, "Oh, that's nothing." What did you do? How much work did you have to do? And how much time did that take for some random person to find you on Instagram? It didn't even have to be a recent post. It might be a post that you did six months ago. But you commented on a friend's thing and they were like, oh, her name looks interesting. That looks like somebody I know. Then they click and they're like, oh, that's somebody different. Oh, wow. Look what they do. Hey, friend, I just saw this. That took all of a minute for you to make $20,000. But in the process, you had that knowing already in you. I know that was all around the bush, but I hope y'all follow me. <laughs> oh, that was that was great
0: because what I want one I want to say is I'll have what she's having. But that that is so true. Like you don't know who is um who you may affect or who may see a post from six months ago, as you mentioned, you know, it's about taking that step to show up consistently. And, you know, part of that, of course, is we kind of touched upon was through, you know, social media, they found you and they're like, okay, you know, here you are, you know, again, I think back to my journey. And when my son's accident happened, I was, pro- I was about a week away from hitting my first five figure month. Now I think back to that. And like, holy crap. But I was in that that position where I, I was owning who I was. I was owning my capabilities. I know what I know what I'm damn good at. I know what I am not good at. I can't do funnels. I understand the concept of a funnel and I, I'm sure I've talked about this before and, and I'm snickering at myself, but you know, that's something I would like to learn how to do. But, you know, if you come to me to do funnels for you, I would honestly say, I'm
1: not your person and kind of yeah. hide you in the but right
0: direction.
1: There's too many people out here that are amazing at funnels for you to be worried about the fact that you're not.
0: Exactly. In fact, I've hired out
1: do exactly my funnel. Yeah, exactly. It It felt good. Yes. But you see how we can take that one simple thing and completely complicate it and stop everything because I can't figure out this funnel thing. I don't know how to put a funnel together. I can't get leads to save my life. Why are you spending so much time worrying about something that you can't do? Just hire somebody. Oh, oh, now I got to spend money that I, I don't, I'm not making enough money to hire somebody. But if you hire somebody and you get more leads and more sales, then you have more money to pay somebody to do the job. Again, be, do, have, be the person that hires an assistant or a funnel manager or whatever. Be the person that gets these sales first. First be that person. That person hires somebody Mm -hmm. to do what they can't do. And the result of that, what you have after that is more sales. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you can't be the person that's afraid to spend money and still have the result that comes from hiring somebody that can pick up where you slept that is that is so true
0: um um do you have time to um and by the way i want to welcome of course all of our amazing listeners currently on the wisdom audio app and i see some familiar names so thank you so much for being here today i love the wisdom app um connected with so many amazing people through there do you have time to maybe um, take a quick question from someone who may want to come up on Wisdom? Is that okay with you? Sure. That's fine. Okay, Wisdom, I um, would like to invite uh, one of you. We have time for one person to come up on stage. And if you'd like to contribute to the conversation or you have some questions for Takia, um, we would love to invite you up. <laughs> Excuse me. As we are waiting for someone to hopefully come up on stage, can you um, let us know where our listeners and viewers can connect with you further?
1: So I'm on Facebook, Takia Hansley. And uh, I'm also on Instagram a little bit, <laughs> but I am on Instagram at Your Reality Shifter but Mm -hmm. I'm on Facebook on my personal page and my business page. My personal page is probably easiest to reach me. And if you search hashtag reality shifter, you'll find me on either platform.
0: Okay, that's good to know. And of course I will make sure all that information, excuse me, gets in the show notes. Takia, just... A real kind of general question as you started your journey especially as as an entrepreneur what what were one of the hurdles that you overcame to kind of clear your limiting beliefs
1: Hmm. let's see actually I can I'll tell you two things in the beginning of my journey it was when I first got into business, I really just wanted something to do. I was a new mom and I needed to talk about something other than my baby. So <laughs> <laughs> um but at that time in a new city, it was I don't I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to make any money. And it really to get over that, it was Really just asking myself, do you want to do it or not? Mm -hmm. So I'm not a very, um, not a very fearful person in general. I'm a person and I've always been, if I have an idea, I'm going to go. Like, I'm a person that will build a business over the weekend. Okay. That's, I've just always been that way. (laughs) So for, but at that time I was in a new city just moved to baltimore from greensboro north carolina so i was like i don't know these people and you're talking about going into people's houses this might be a little sketchy (laughs) but it was do you want to do it or not right like Mm -hmm. that's that's all it was do you want to do it or not you can stay the same and spend all day, every day in the house because I was a housewife, stay-at-home mom. You stay the same or you can do something different. I chose to do something different. And right now, I'm on the cusp of doing something different. I had this amazing idea um, to do some partnerships with schools. And I was like, oh, wow. I, and i had been working on this for a couple of months but yesterday in the shower excellent thinking place mm-hmm. but i was like you know you really could just focus on this and let this be your full time thing and immediately it started coming in my mind but no that's not what you do you you help individuals like right? that's can you do that are you actually qualified to talk to talk to school systems like is that in your wheelhouse don't you need to get another certification first don't you need to like all of these things came up and then I was like oh look at resistance you know my god I love how you said that oh look at resistance yeah And again, it's that awareness, being aware that every time you get ready to go on to something great, resistance is going to come up. So I'm like, oh, look at resistance. So let's walk this thing backwards. Are you qualified? Yes, you're qualified. Well, what are your qualifications? Well, I know something they don't know. Do you have any proof? Do you have any evidence? I'm sure I'm not the first person that's done it. So if I need to go find the proof and the evidence, I can. The internet is worldwide. So talking myself back, because first, we have all these questions, right? Mm -hmm. All these doubts, all these fears. So now I just talk myself right through all of them now. And then it's like, what's next? You got anything else? Because I'm ready, right? But you have to be at a certain level with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not its not my coaching qualifications and my bajillion certifications and all that that gets me to that level. It's the level of me knowing myself and knowing who I am and knowing my past patterns, right? And knowing how I tend to operate. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to, something come up, questions come and uh I, the main thing is are you qualified? Are you good enough for that? Yes, I am. Actually, if I wasn't good enough, I would have never had the thought. So <laughs> that God wouldn't have given me an idea if it wasn't for me. So it's like what are you what are you doing right now? Mm-hmm. Next question. Oh okay. Yep, got that too. So it, it's all the knowing knowing that Yeah. Definitely resistance. Yeah. I appreciate your resistance because that resistance was my confirmation that I'm on the right path. And Mm -hmm. that thought triggered that resistance. So you have to be able to identify your triggers. Oh okay. Yeah. Wow.
0: I love how you said that with such depth, such enthusiasm and owning it, like, thank you, resistance, you know. <laughs> that, you know, in and of itself, sometimes we do need to walk ourselves through something. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing that in such a meaningful way, where really we can take take those strategies and really apply them to where we are in our business, whether you are a beginner or whether you are in that process of leveling up. This has been such an amazing time with you. I am just so grateful that you took time today to be on the Truly Your VA podcast. I am forever grateful. And I hope that you definitely will consider coming back to join us soon.
1: Thank you for having me. I would love to come again. Uh, this has been a great experience and I love your energy and uh, I'm, I'm here for it. You know, just um, let me know. I will put you on my calendar. <laughs>
0: that sounds great. Of course, and on that note, you know, again, I want to thank all of our amazing listeners. I want to thank my viewers and listeners who really have reached out um, over the course of the last year and a half. I love what I do. Takiyah loves oh, what she does. Things are possible. We just have to be, to, be, and have. do. Oh, I on missed one.
1: It's be, do,
0: have. Oh, my apologies. I see I got that wrong. Thank you for correcting me. Be, do,
1: and have. Yes. And on In that. that- <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. In that order. In that
0: order, don't forget it. I'm going to say it once again before we sign off. Be, do, have. I think I got it right. Yes. Awesome. My name is Janice Malillo, the host of Truly Your V8 with Janice. Remember, if you have an expertise that you'd like to share or you're just starting your business, and you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, feel free to go to my website, Truly your VA, and fill out the guest registration. And I would love to feature you as a guest speaker. Once again, thank you all so much. Have a great day. And we will see you again very soon. Bye for now. Bye bye. Thank you, Janice. You're welcome
1: to Kia. Thank you so much.